Hey yo, you know what this is. Read, reading is dope. Some books are for knowledge and some you read for entertainment. The same with blogs and magazines. Each word gets you higher and fills you with hope. You're now tuned into the podcast. Reading is dope. You're tuned into the Reading is Dope podcast. Right here on WGBR. Giller Boys Radio. Reading is dope. On this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with a brother that goes by the name of Jamel Lyrics Brown. Read, reading is dope. This brother dope. has authored six books so far, and there's dope. many more to come. With his dope. latest dope. release being Salts, somebody's dope. always looking Re- to talk. Reading is dope. dope. It's definitely a good read. Dope. We had a dope conversation. Talked about his career, inspirations, and the literary game totally. The independent hustle. Man, he dropped some real jewels. So sit back and enjoy. Suck him up. This is Gilla Boys Radio. All right, I'm sitting here with my man Jamel Brown. How you doing today, brother? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, no question, no question. I always try to, you know, support grinders, you know, people who doing their thing. That's right, that's right. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Okay. My government is Jamil Brown, but in the literary industry, I write under the name Lyrics Brown. Um, I currently have six books to date. I was signed in 2015 to Raquel Williams. Since then, I went, you know, independent and started my own company, which is Silent Noise Inc. Publishing. And the first book released from that was the independent, I mean, um, the standalone SALT, which is an acronym for Someone's Always Looking to Talk, that came out uh, March 31st. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Rock Hill, is that like a big publishing company? Yeah, um, Raquel Williams, if you look her up, you know what I'm saying? She's well known in the literary industry. She's the one who first signed me in 2015, and I wound up releasing five books under her um, company. And then after that, you know, after I fulfilled my contract, I basically just, you know, um, I actually wound up signing with another company, which was Diamante, because I was really close to the publisher, um, which was Ebony Abbey, rest in peace. So, you know, since I had a really good rapport with Ebony, I wound up signing with them. But, um, you know, due to some health things and whatnot. We never really got to fulfill that and, you know, get the book out how we wanted to. So I actually wound up putting it out on, you know, like I said, under my own company. Oh, okay. That's what's yeah. up. So a total of how many books have you written? Um, Six. Oh, okay. So, you know, yeah. that's the five underneath her imprint and then the one. And then the one. And yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm currently working on um two collaborations, though, with author D. Brown Newton and then author... um. And for Simone, I'm doing two books with them. And I also have some short stories that I'm about to drop. So I'm about to, you know, definitely be flooding them with some new work. It's just, man, you know, anybody that knows this writing thing, it's, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, time. You know what I mean? Like, you definitely right. got to get that time to it. And I work a full-time job and write full-time. So, you know, I'm definitely trying to, you know, get the work out. So within the next couple of weeks, I'm definitely going to be dropping some new work. Okay, okay. So... Yeah. So what got you into writing? Like what inspired you to start writing? Um, man, people that may not have heard this story because I'll tell it all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, my mom, you know what I'm saying? She was a poet. She was a writer. Um, she used to win a lot of like poet competitions and stuff like that. And, you know, she was just a good writer. So 
in high school, I would say maybe like mm, 10th grade, 11th grade, I started writing like little poems and short stories. And then my mom told me that I kind of had something and I started just really getting into it. But like I said, I didn't get published until 2015, but I was always writing through high school and, you know, all of that. That was, you know, like my little getaway. So, you know, mom's was the biggest inspiration still today. So did you ever enter any competitions like in high school? Oh, um, yeah. I actually won a couple of them, you know, saying myself back in high school, you know, saying like the little, you know, little story competitions that you enter or whatnot. I actually once like, you know, uh, twice, you know, say whatnot. But it was just more so for me back then. I just love writing, period. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I tell anybody I would I would write even even if I wasn't making a dime from it, I would still write. OK. Yeah. So definitely, you know, that's just something that I love to do, you know, like. Like people have their thing, like that's my thing, you know what I'm saying? So no matter what, that's just something that I want to do. And I'm really excited about the new work. Um, you know, like I said, again, I've never put out short stories. So I have uh, two short stories that I'm going to drop. And then, like I said, the collaborations, that's my first time doing collabs as well. And both those authors are well-known in the game. So, you know, the collaborations are like two different total books. I mean, total books, because um, one is about a killer. Um, you know, like she's a chemist, you know what I'm saying? And then she winds up going through some things and, you know, knowing the formulas or whatnot. So she winds up poisoning people and shit. It's a book oh, called wow. Poisonous Summer. Yeah, with myself uh, and uh, D. Brown Newton. And then the book that I'm doing with Empress Simone is called Bundles from the Bay to New York. It's about a carjacking crew. Um, they meet in Vegas and, you know, two of the cats is from New York and two of the cats is from the Bay. They wind up linking up and they just start hitting like top notch cars, like things that you rarely hearing about. They getting it in. So it's just a it's an action kind of story, you know, saying with the drama or whatnot. But it was just my first time doing the collabs and I'm, you know, definitely look up to the both of them. So I'm looking forward to both them stories dropping. Oh, that's dope. So so pretty much they they driving cross country jacking cars. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? It's like uh you know, like I say, they meet up, you know, up in Vegas, not to give up too much, but they basically meet up in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Uh, two of them is from the east and two of them is from the west, you know, from the Bay Area. They wind up chopping it up or whatnot, you know, realizing that they had some things in common. So, the, you know, like the head dude, you know what I'm saying? He starts putting things together and they basically just start getting it in, you know what I'm saying? Like hitting cars, motorcycles, things that's rare, you know what I mean? Like the Bugattis and, you know, things of that nature, you know, 2022 Bugattis and, you know, just all kind of crazy stuff, man. And so it's a lot of action, you know, thriller type stuff. And, you know, it's just got your drama here and there because, you know, she's from New York and I'm actually from the Bay. So, you know, like we actually putting that in there, okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like a a Fast and Furious meets Ocean Eleven type shit. Uh, that, yeah, that, that's kind of like a good assessment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, it's a lot of action, you know what I'm saying? A lot of thrills, you know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Big money, high reward, you know what I'm right. saying? Big risk, high reward, as they say. Yeah, man, you know, taking big risk, you know, and just, you know what I'm saying, writing with Simone, because like I say, she's written with other people as well. So, you know, I'm like a virgin to it, like I'm new to it, you know what I'm saying, as far as the collaboration. So, they was both definitely putting me up on some good things. So, but the story's definitely moving out the gate. You know what I'm saying? As well as the other story, Poison this summer, like it definitely got a lot of twists in it. And D. Brown Newton is known for like, you know what I'm saying, like her twists and things of that nature. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Like, you know, writing is just like I say, I would do it no matter what, even if I didn't make no money, you know what I'm saying? If I was making all the money, I'm gonna you know, keep writing regardless. Right. So, you know, you talk about big risk, you know, big money. You left, you know what I'm saying, 
a nice little publishing deal sound like it to start your own imprint. What made you take that risk? Long story short, you know what I mean? This this business is an entertainment business like anything, like any other entertainment business. True. Um, unfortunately, though, we don't really get the the shine, you know, like the music, the sports, you know, saying right. things of that nature. So um, it's cutthroat, you know what I'm saying? And when I came into it in 2015, I was definitely wide-eyed, you know what I'm saying? I was just wanting to write, you know what I'm saying? I was just happy that people was feeling my stories and, you know, all of that. And um, the publisher had basically got a deal, you know what I'm saying, with the bigger publisher. And I was a part of that, you know what I'm saying? Right. And when I started asking questions about contracts and things of that nature, though, I wasn't really receiving anything that I wanted to, you know, nothing made me feel, you know, basically concrete about the shit. So right. I was away from it. You know what I'm saying? I felt like they was more trying to gas me up on the books being up in Walmart as opposed to showing me my percentages or whatnot. So, you know, by me walking away, it just kind of created a bad blood between me and this publisher for a minute. So, you know, I just, you know, put it right there. And so after that, again, I did sign with Diamante. You know what I'm saying? Ebony Abbey, you know what I'm saying? Once again, rest in peace to her. You know, we were real close friends. You know, I learned a lot from Eb. But, um, you know, like I said, some health things, you know what I'm saying, took her from us. So we never really got to go on our journey in, you know, in the way that we wanted to. So after that, I wound up just strictly, you know, um, turning Salt into a standalone because at first it was a trilogy. So I just made it a standalone and I just dropped it on my imprint. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did you already have the books, like the three books for the trilogy? <laughs> Yes, yeah, uh, part one had actually came out under Diamante. Okay. And as we were working on part two, you know, you, you know, like I said, things kind of took a turn. And so through the midst of all of that going on, I was like, well, I'm just going to turn this into one story and then I'm just going to put it out into my company. And, you know, it was just a lot going on. You know, so a lot of authors was, you know, moving around, scrambling, trying to figure out what they was going to do. And I was just lucky that I already kind of, you know, had my lane going on as far as my company and starting it. So I just, you know, pushed through that and just made it happen that way. Right. And, you know, I like what you said about even though being an author and, you know, literary work is a part of the entertainment industry per se, it doesn't mm -hmm. get that kind of shine as, say, right. the music, the sports. That was kind of like my whole idea for starting this podcast. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Kind of to, to see if I can give authors a little bit more shine than what y'all get in most cases right and i'm appreciative of that because i actually stumbled on you um i follow this author asia legrand you know what i'm saying um you know Man. i just kind of you know stumbled upon him and then i wind up just kind of following his work or whatnot and so i actually seen a post that he had put up and it was talking about your podcast so that's when i think i tapped in yeah. and you got right back at me so i was like okay that's what's up so yeah yeah that's my man me and him went to school together Okay, for sure. I like authors, you know what I'm saying, who don't necessarily get the bigger shine per se, and and but but I feel like their stories are dope, and they say you know have really good stories to tell. Cause I'm definitely not the typical urban author. Um, I don't just tell like you know streetless stories or you know things of that nature. You know, I don't have nothing against that, but I tell you know my urban stories are you know a little different. You know what I'm saying? As far as um. I have, a, you know, like Salt, you know, saying, for instance, someone's always looking to talk. It was about a basketball player named Hannibal Dorsett from Oakland, you know, California, who was like, you know, one of the top 10 players out here in Northern Cali. And he winds up going to play basketball at UC Santa Cruz, which is a college out here in California as well. And he takes his whole, you know, Bay Area swag down there and just, you know, gets something, you know, gets caught up into the whole college thing. And it's, you know, everything's good. 
But street politics follows him, you know what I'm saying? He gets caught up in some other things. And it's about opportunists. You know how opportunists are. They like mm-hmm. like vultures. They just right. sitting around and just waiting to see. So that's basically what the book is about, is opportunists. So, you know, it's also some sports, you know, because like I say, it's basketball. And it's, you know, representing the Bay. And, you know, all of my books today, you know, are, you know, throughout the Bay Area, you know, because that's where I am. That's where I'm from. So that's pretty much what I know, you know. So I'm heavy with the Bay Area with my stories. Um. But yeah, you know, it's just something different. You know what I'm saying? It's not the typical, I'm a shoot, I'm a rob, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting my money, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking all these bras type thing, you know, it's, right, you know, it's right. a different type of urban. Yeah, so that's my lane. I kind of enjoy that lane. I don't like to, you know, go, you know what I'm saying, do anything other. <laughs> I, I can dig that. You know what I'm saying? You got to gotta have your niche. You know what I'm right. saying? You got to set yourself <laughs> apart. Right, yeah. right. So what kind of books do you read? Um, man, truly, man, I read all kinds of stuff, man. I, I'm not gonna sit up here and lie to you. Uh, it's so many people, but I'm a big fan. I don't know if you've ever heard of this cat named Nefarious Lawan. He's out of Connecticut. I first stumbled up on him, you know, a couple of years ago, and, and I just think that his storytelling is really unique. You know what I'm saying? But right. time, um, you know, of course, the people, you know, it's the author right here from Oakland named Willie LeBlanc. You know, unfortunately, he's not writing right now. He took a little hiatus, but dude is super creative, man. Like his um, his stories are are definitely different. They're urban, but they're definitely different. You know what I'm saying? Right. And the way that he tells the story, he just really pulls you in. So it's like I mess with those authors, you know, like the D. Browns, you know what I'm saying? The Emperor Simone's, the, you know what I'm saying? The Ray Nisha Pittman's, you know what I'm saying? I'm all over with it. Naya Moore, she's also an author um, from the Bay Area. I mess with her heavy. Her stories are really different and unique. So I just like, you know, people who are willing to tell a different kind of story and not just be boxed into the, you know, typical shit. Right. So pretty much you read a lot of independent authors. Uh, Definitely. (laughs) I can can dig that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know. I like to see, you know, like the entrepreneurs, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the indie authors are more hungry. You know what I'm saying? They're not as complacent. You know what I'm saying? We still feel like we have something to say. Okay. Reading is dope. Reading is a way to live out your dreams. Cause reality ain't always what it seems. Reading is a path to opportunities. It can build bridges between you and me. Reading is a way to find your purpose. Cause you know you're more than what they see on the surface. Reading is Reading a way is. to seek education. education. It stimulates your mind and increases contemplation. That's why reading is dope. Dope, 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 dope. All right, so what inspires you to write? Like, um, being life itself, you know what I'm saying? I'm a father, you know what I'm saying? I'm a brother, you know what I'm saying? I'm all of that, you know what I mean? So I'm just inspired by life, man. And like I said, growing up out here in the Bay Area, I mean, I've seen a lot, been around a lot, so... There's a lot of things to talk about, <laughs> you right. know. I can dig yeah, there's definitely a lot of things to talk about. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't been to Cali yet. That's on my bucket list, though. <laughs> okay. Where you stay at? I stay in Illinois. Okay, okay. See, I ain't been to Chicago. I ain't been out that way either. But I got a lot of older friends, man, in the industry that stay in Chicago. So I'm trying to get out that way. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm deep in the Midwest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what's up. So have you considered writing movie scripts? Um, as far as script writing, I have been thinking about it for a minute, but I had never really just sat down and just really put my mind on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, man, I do a lot of things, man. Father, work, you know, writing, 
you know, husband, you know what I mean? So I'm constantly with that balance, you know what I'm saying? But um, script writing is something that I've always wanted to get into. So I've definitely, you know, uh, put my eyes on it, you know, saying more so I can get a little more, you know, deeper with it. Because I definitely want to, you know, put out some content that's, you know, in some film and some visuals. Right. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking into that. You know, I'm trying to build with a little team right now and talking to some cats out in L.A. and a couple of cats out here in the Bay, trying to put some things together. So, you know, because it's a lot of independence out here in the Bay from filmmaking to, you know, arts, everything, you know, out here in the Bay is a big hustle as far as being independent. So you're always going to be able to link up, you know, like if you need some shot, a camera or something. You're going to find that videographer, you know what I'm saying? If you need right. something like a story, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people out here hustling, so. <laughs> I don't mean to get off subject, <laughs> but you know, you ever heard of Rapid Forte? Definitely. That's the folks. <laughs> when I hear you talk, you sound like them. Every time you, okay. hear, every time you say the best, hey. you sound like Rapid Forte. <laughs> hey, man. We literally, we literally grew up in Filmo together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's dope. You know the man. You know what I'm saying? Good dude. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the rappers out of the Bay, you know what I'm saying? Especially Filmo, San Quinn, JT, Marv. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them, man, I, you know what I'm saying? Know them, you know, came up with them, saw their growth and all of that. So, yeah, man, we definitely ride for each other right here. That's dope, because I was just thinking, like, damn, this nigga sound like Rapid Forte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's that bass shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> so what does the concept of creativity mean to you? Man, to me, being creative is being uh, as transparent and uninhibited as you can be, man, because that's the only way that you can be, you know, totally creative. You know, that's that's why I get down with, man. You know, like, like straight up. I feel creativity means no limits you know what i'm saying like nothing you know yeah you're supposed to push yourself as far as you can you know what i'm saying i feel like sometimes we don't push ourselves as hard as we can because we'd be a little you know saying hesitant to see or you know be a little nervous to find out you know what's on the other side but man i've I found out you know talking with a lot of older cats or not man that if you really believe in that and you really push through that's the biggest blessing that you can give yourself, you know, outside of, you know, like having a child or something like that, man, it's on that kind of level, right. you know? So, yeah, I think it's just no limits with everything that you're doing. And that's what I try to do over here at the company. That's why I haven't signed any offer yet because I'm still learning the game. You know, I want to be one of those publishers that say signing just to be signing you. Nah, I'm going to learn in this game so that when I do start signing authors, I really did my due diligence so that I can really, you know, look out for them and watch their career grow. You know what I'm saying? So, that's where I'm at with it. I'm actually going to plan on starting to sign authors, you know, at the end of the year. And then, um, you know, yeah, you know, definitely looking forward to that. And I would love to sign a lot of Bay authors, you know, right. sign whoever, but I would love to put on a whole, you know, send Bay authors, you know, that's like something that I would really like to do. So it's a lot of authors, you know, out there in the Bay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We out here. <laughs> we out here, you know, yeah. You know, Carrie Anderson, Naya Moore, Willie LeBlanc, Lola Bands, uh, Sean Ramsey. Uh, man, you know, so, you know, so yeah, you know, it's a movement. And like I said, it's getting bigger, man. You know, uh, everybody's hustling, you know what I mean? So everybody's constantly on the go. But the thing about the bag, it's no selfishness like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's something going on, we'll link up with each other and we'll go together. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, you know, we ain't hating on each other like that. I mean, of course, it's a couple of us, you know, that's, you know, that's just how it is everywhere. It's, you know, a couple of things be hating everywhere, but for the majority, you know, I mean, that's just real. But for the majority, the Bay, they go, you know, they show up for each other. You know what I'm saying? If it's an event, 
they're going to show up. You know what I'm saying? And again, man, they they just got that old school out the trunk so while here. They'll show up. I do very well with my paperbacks. Like paperbacks, I do very well. That's what's up. Like yeah. you set up like pop up shops, different places and shit like that. Um, yeah, man. Like out here, we have a place called Lake Merritt out here in Oakland, California. It's a big lake, you know, and all around the lake is like restaurants and you know stores, you know. So on the weekends, man, the whole lake would just be full of people. Okay, out there in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a big movement, you know, it's a big movement. San Francisco too, you know what I'm saying? But Oakland definitely at the lake, you know, they be definitely getting it popping on the weekends. You be hitting it every weekend or what? Um, not every weekend, but I try to get in there, you know. Right, right. Sometimes it'd be, you know, sometimes it'd be like majestic because it'd be a lot of people. I mean, like, if anything you can think of, man, they out there playing ball, you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, talking to the girl, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, man, anything. Uh, cars driving by, you know, music blasting. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, definitely, you know. So. Okay, so, so how would you describe your writing style? When you know what you already described your writing style. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, I had a recipe like when I first came in. You know what I'm saying? It's like urban fiction with a splash of a uh, suspense thriller with a hint of erotica. You know, that's what I would break it down with. Okay, so so describe your ideal reader. Someone who is open-minded. My readers are people who are, you know, not boxing in, you know, different for themselves, you know, because I still have some of the same readers who've been rocking since then. They still follow me through the independent movement, through everything I've been going through, and they're still right there. So, you know, those are the people who I, you know, write for, you know, outside of myself. I can dig that. Yeah. Of everything that you've accomplished in your career, either, you know, personally or just professionally, what means the most to you and why? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a real question, too. You know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, you know, even though we just got touched down, you know, see, you know, me like that. I know you look at that, man. People that do know me know that I'm real transparent. People that do know my backstory know that two years ago, I was homeless, you know what I'm saying, going through a divorce. I was sleeping in my car, but I had a full-time job, you know what I'm saying, nobody knew except for my clothes. circle. I was, I was showing up, faithfully going to work, but after hours, I was in my car, you know, for at least man, three, four, five months, you know what I'm saying, uh, but I was making it happen, you know what I'm saying, and uh, that was like one of the hardest times of my life, you know what I'm saying, and now, two years later, I would have to say my biggest blessing, man, has been the woman who I've been knowing since she was 16 and I was 19, who was currently my wife. And it's crazy because, man, God brought that whole 360 and brought her back into my world. And it was the best and biggest blessing, you know what I'm saying, to date, man, because she opened me up to like things that, you know, no other woman was really opening me up to, you know, especially after going through what I had been through in the whole nine, her patience, her, you know, just everything, man, her whole willingness to this one, you know, be there for me. So it gave me a strength and that was just incredible. And, you know, two years later, you know, not only do I have my own publishing company, but we have a pot pie business. You know, we do gourmet pot pies. My wife is known out here in Oakland, California, um, under Tasha Slaw. She is at the Vegan Mob restaurant in Oakland, California, which is extremely popular. And her sauce on the menu is called Tasha Slaw. So, man, we got a lot of hustlers out here, you know, but this woman just, He's been the biggest blessing to me. You know what I'm saying? Because she pushes me further than anybody. Oh, that's a bless. 
Yes, yes, indeed. You know, and it's been the biggest blessing because I've I've literally seen everything come back and then some. You know what I mean? Everybody that has something to say, they ain't gonna say no more. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a success. I would definitely have to say her. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, my wife is my blessing. Okay, hey, I ain't even met yeah. you. That's what's up. <laughs> Most definitely, man. Yes, indeed. Is dope. Hey, this is Rose Guest, your credit plug. If you have negative items that you need removed from your credit reports, anything, judgments, child support, medical bills, anything negative that you need removed from your credit reports, I am your person. You can find me on Facebook, Rose Guest. I am Rose Guest on Instagram. Or you can contact me at 314-598-2033. Again, your credit plug here. Contact me to get those negative items removed and your credit score through the roof. So, what was the last book that you read? And I know we, we kind of touched on, you know, the books that you read. But how do you think it affects mm-hmm. your writing? Or if it does or not? Um, I don't, I don't feel like it affects my writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think that it affects my writing, you know what I'm saying, at all. And the book that I'm currently reading, because I'm not finished it yet, is Angie Liddell's book, Tears of the Game, part one, actually. Yeah, the book is dope. You know what I mean? I'm, I've definitely been caught up. And, you know, I, I've been keeping it a buck with her and tell her that I ain't finished with because I didn't have so much going on. But right. it's definitely got me locked in, you know what I'm saying? Because her book is, you know, it's definitely some, you know, town business, as they say out here in Oakland. You know, that's that, that's the little, you know, uh, slang that they use, you know, when you're from Oakland, you know, town business. And her book is definitely bringing town business. So it's definitely got me caught up. But you know, work and everything else. I ain't been able to just lock in like I wanted to, but that's the book that I'm currently reading. Oh, okay. Shit, what is it about? You can give it a little taste. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Let me see. I'm trying to peek the little synopsis on the back. Right, right, right. Give you, yeah. It's a, uh, the lives of four best friends since high school have been turned upside down. Sex, drugs, lies, and shootouts have become a normal way of life. JT and the ringleader Banks, his right hand, Jalen, his twin brother, and Red, muscle of the crew, have fought their way through the mean streets of East Oakland, California, building a drug empire. Uh, what's that? The book is a little, man, my eyes is a little bad. I ain't gonna even front on you. But let me it's see. And the grimy, oh, no, 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 it's good. It's all good. <laughs> and the grimy reputation that has caught the unwanted attention of lots of women and the jealousy of the enemies, including Oakland's police department. In the midst of all the drama, friendships will be tested, lives will be lost, and marriages will be devastated. Will any of them survive, or will it be chalked up as the tears of the game? So it's basically on some town business, man. You know, hustle type shit, man. You know, Angie's a beast with it. Angie Angie writes them, them real, you know what I mean, to the street with his shit, you know what I'm saying? But she's strong with it, you know what I'm saying? Her... Her pen flow, you know what I'm saying? Her metaphors, all of that, man. You know, I really respect her pen. We just had a, a book signing myself and her uh, a 
couple of weeks to go out here in Oakland, California, man, that was real successful. So I'm definitely a fan of hers. Okay. That's what's up, yeah. man. Yeah, definitely. You say about pin game on point. Yeah, <laughs> it is, man. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, and see, I don't mind giving credit where it's due. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not into that, like, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the best. Nah, I don't feel like as an author, and this is totally my opinion for any authors listening or anyone listening, period, whoever, this is just my opinion. I feel like as an author, it's not like sports or anything else like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the music business, you know, um, Anybody can be successful as an author. Anybody can write that story that can be turned into a film that can be, you know, magnified into, you know, the next big thing. So I think as an author, we all have that potential. So I'll never, you know, trip off of, oh, who's the best or who's saying they the best. You know what I'm saying? I'll never get caught up on that. I like to see who's creative and who's bringing something original. That's what I look for. Because, again, I do read. And if I'm reading stories from a female author and a male author and the storylines are similar, the characters are similar, the names are similar. I'm, you know, like I'm bored, you know, halfway through. So lately what I've been reading from a lot of the quote unquote top authors that's, you know, putting it down, I haven't really been all that, you know what I'm saying, impressed, you know what I'm saying? Like I haven't really been all that blown away by it. I feel like they're kind of getting complacent and I feel like the readers have made it kind of easy for them to just kind of put out stories that's just kind of like, eh, and they just accepting it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I really feel. Like, no pun intended. I, you know, I don't try to hurt no one's feelings. But again, man, this is this is a business. And this is, you know, you're supposed to be creative with your writing. You're not supposed to be complacent and just start putting out whatever. You know, so I never get caught up on that title of the best or this that, and the other. And I feel it's a lot of beasts in this game. You know, a whole lot. So you feel like people just buying buying books just for the author's name? Yes, most definitely. And, and, you know, I feel some authors' names have enough credibility to where they can stand on that. And it shows, you know, people are going to buy whatever they put out. You know what I mean? And, and, I mean, that's wonderful. I mean, I'm not knocking that. But I'm just like, come on, man. If you're supposed to be this top dog and, you know, this this number one, I'm like, you know, for one, you know, again, I don't like to keep reading the same names. I mean, it's a billion names out there. Why we got to keep using these recycled ass names? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, let's right. be a little more creative, you know, and the storylines. I'm like, we all know how to, you know, saying sell dope. Like, I mean, like, come on, man. Like, you know, like real talk, you know, the biggest nerd now from all these fucking stories, he know how to sell dope. Now we telling the same story. You feel me? Right. So I'm like, I just want to read something different. Right. You know, so that's where I'll be at with it. And see, people get irked when I say that. But that's why I got love for this author, Aaron Bebo. I don't know if y'all heard of Aaron Bebo. Aaron Bebo is a beast, man. You know, he go back to like the Quan days, uh, Al Sadiq, you know, Carl Weber, you know, Google him. He's a beast, man. I'm like, you know, honored that we talk, you know, on the phone. He gives me mad, you know, jewels. He shares a lot of this game with me. He knows this industry, but his pen is just straight. Yeah, it's vicious. You know what I'm saying? And you know, people don't give him his just due, you know what I'm saying? Because he speaks out. And I feel like when you're a person that has a voice, there's people in this industry that want to shut that down because they're nervous about you speaking the truth. Right. And I'm just keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying? I can, yeah, I can get a couple of indie authors to go up against these vets. And I'm, hey, I put my money where my mouth is. I think these stories are going to outshine theirs. And that's just where I'm at with it. There you go. Yeah, you know, period. You know, <laughs> so, that's just really where I'm at. What would you say his name was? Aaron 
Aaron Bebo. Bebo, Aaron Bebo. Yep, yep, Aaron Bebo. Yep, check him out, man. Check his shit out, real talk. What's your favorite? And it's crazy. Uh, Rat Hunter. (laughs) Rat Hunter. Yes, indeed. Uh, You said that with no hesitation. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) Yep, but yeah, check him out, man. Just you know his uh his writing. You know what I'm saying? He's uh how can I put it? He's uh. His his descriptive like his descriptions sometimes I feel authors can be too descriptive like you know leave something you know leave something for the you know reader to think about you know so right. you don't got to give everything and just the way that he kind of puts things together you know all of that man yeah I'm definitely a fan of his as well and you know again man we chop it up and we're supposed to be working on an anthology you know what I'm saying uh, myself Aaron uh, Arthur Marie. Northley and uh Arthur Angie Liddell, you know what I'm saying? But again, it's a time thing. Everybody's moving and shaking. But man, if, if we can make that happen, it's gonna be a beautiful thing because they're both from New York and me and Angie are both from the Bay. So that's gonna be real hot. Okay, kind of like a little conglomerate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little four definitely. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> four horsemen of the literary world. Yeah, yeah, man. I just be trying to build, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and I build with authors who are down to want to build, you know what I'm saying? I've reached out to all authors, you name them, I probably reached out to them. And some of them talk back, some of them don't, you know, I don't take it personal, but I'm the kind of person that, you know, I'm going to reach out, you know, I'm going to check your temperature and see where you at. Right. You know, yeah. So for the most part, it's been, you know, real genuine, but in anything, especially entertainment, you're going to come across some people that always got something to say. It's always hating and, you know, they ain't really taking care of business correctly. You know, that's just going to be how it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be, that's, that's every industry though. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, definitely. Uh, but yeah, but nah, man, real talk. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I mean, like I say, uh, I have a short story coming out called SIR, which is an acronym for, uh, uh, sin is real about these four families out here in the Bay area, you know, um, some real, real gangster shit. You know, I'm keeping a buck. You know, I'm getting real grimy on that one. Right. Uh, it's a short story. Uh, yeah. And uh, I have these other two. I'm going back and forth, man, with these other two stories that I got. You know, I have this story called Heaven Hill, which is a short story that leads into this standalone called Paper. And uh, I, I've really just been wanting to just put it out, like just drop everything on them. Because see, what I do, I'm so heavy with my writing that when I am locked in, I really be locked in. So... I have like three complete stories right now. If I want to just drop them, I can just drop them. But I'm like trying to be strategic with it and, you know, want to put them out, you know, you know, like boom, 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 you know, just to hit them with it. So I just want to give them a little bit something extra. So I think once I finish this sir book, man, I'll be ready to make that move. But I definitely got some ammunition. And like I said, the new books, definitely looking forward to people reading, you know, and the older books. If you haven't read me, please check me out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sensitive. Leave me reviews. If you hate it, you hate it. If you love it, you love it. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, man, I'm just a writer. You know what I'm saying? I'm a writer who loves to write, and I'm going to keep writing. You know what I mean? That's just how I can sum me up, man. My narrative is not going to change. You know, not no dollar amount is going to change it. And, you know, none of that. I'm going to continue to write, and hopefully within the next couple of years, you know, some of my books will be on the screen, and, you know, that's the goal. So what advice would you give to an aspiring author? Believe in your work because you are going to get told that it's no good, probably because they want to take it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, indeed. Believe in your work before anything, man. Believe in your story. 
You know what I'm saying? Don't let anyone change, you know what I'm saying, what you want to put out there. From the names of characters to how they moving, you know, none of that, man. If you believe in it, be convicted on that. That's what I'll, you know, tell anyone that's, that wants to get into this industry because it is cutthroat. There are authors, publishers that are out there that's taking titles, that are taking, you know, uh, storylines, you know, storylines and all of that. It's to the point now to where you can't even have a release date without other people trying to jump all over your release date because they want to drop their shit the same day as you. You know, I'm like, come on, man, it's some petty shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on, man, these is books. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. So but I understand it. Because, again, it's the entertainment and anything with entertainment is going to always be some messy shit, you know, so that's just what it is. But I definitely stay in my lane. I definitely build with the authors that I build with and I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, um, you know, balling out of control off the books, but I'm doing what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, struggling with it. I'm, you know, definitely getting the brand out there and I'm definitely, you know, looking to get it bigger. So, yeah, believe in your work, man. That's what I can tell any up and coming author, man. Believe in your work. And don't let no one change what you believe in. So has anyone, anyone ever tried to change like any of your books or any of your storylines or anything like that? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say change it, but um, like my titles, you know, like the first uh, Loyal to the Hustle, you know, what I'm saying part one and part two, we, you know, me and the publisher definitely went back and forth because they wanted it to be more you know, like loving a thug, you know, that type of shit. So we definitely went back and forth on that, you know, cause I wasn't, you know, I told him I wasn't doing none of that. So we had to kind of find something in the you know middle, but outside of that, no, um, it's just with the editing of the first books, I would definitely say that I don't feel that the publisher put enough time, you know what I'm saying? And paying attention to the editing and myself, you know, I could have paid, you know, more attention to it as well, but being a new author, I was trying to promote and get it out there and right. I could have paid, you know, but I'm going to definitely hold myself accountable, but I just felt like, yeah, I definitely could have paid more attention, but the publisher should have as well. And that's what I meant by once I start signing authors, I'm definitely going to be to the point to where I'm ready to take them on. I know exactly what I'm doing, you know, as far as royalties, all of this, because man, still to this day, I haven't received royalties from publishers, you know what I'm saying, that, that I was signed with. You know, I'm just going to put it out there, bro. And, you know, that's what it is. But I don't want to be that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely been uh, learning this game. Yeah. And it's definitely a lot to learn. You know, being a publisher isn't just a fly by nice shit. You know, you're totally responsible for this author's work. You know what I'm saying? Making sure that it's on point. The editing is proper. The cover is proper. The title is, you know what I'm saying, something that's bringing, uh, grabbing you. You know, you just don't want to put out anything. Right. You know, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it, man. Just a student of the game right now, man. But as far as my stories, yeah, um, I even created, man, if you go on my Facebook page, I even created this thing that I was trying to start with authors, man, to where I was trying to do it like a versus thing. And it was a short story battle to where like we would do 30 minutes of just writing a freestyle short story and, and we would both post the stories and leave them up for about an hour and whoever had the most responses would win. Uh, people was like, oh, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. I had a flyer, the whole nine. Man, nobody wanted to battle. I went at, well, see, I don't want to drop names because the niggas be in their feelings, but I went at the top dogs. They didn't want to battle. You know what I'm saying? So it never popped off. But if you really trip, man, like I've, I've always been that author who wanted to be something different. You know, I've created groups to try to do things different in the literary industry. People don't really, you know, say participate. Unless, you know, you're doing that old, same old typical shit. That's what I've noticed, man. So it's unfortunate that the industry is just kind of stagnant right now, I feel. You know what I'm saying? People just kind of content 
with the bullshit that's being put out. And again, I'm the voice for the people that's not feeling that shit. And hey, I'm just letting y'all know I'm not feeling it. It's whack. Right. You know, like, man, you know, man, if you're a writer, write. You know what I'm saying? Be creative. You know what I'm saying? Tell a different kind of story. You know, everything about urban is not, you know, dope. You know what I'm saying? It's way more to us, man. <laughs> and that's what kills me. Everybody thinks that when you put urban with us, that's all we can talk about is guns and drugs and pimping and home. Nah, man. This thing, man, I, I have a book because I'm big on acronyms too, but, you know, so I have a book called Trash, The Real Always Show Heart. And it's about these five kids that grew up together in this group home, you know, at a young age. And they grew up throughout their, you know, uh, you know, young adult life into young adult. And it's a story about triumph and success, you know what I'm saying? Because to me, that's the urban story that I know as well. You know, I know a lot of successful, you know, saying black families out here that's doing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ain't, you know, everybody's not struggling. Everybody's not having it hard. There is some successful stories out here. And so, man, like I say again, these are stories that I'm tapping into and I'm putting out there, man. Okay. You know what? I, I yeah. you. I'm big on acronyms too. You know, the, yeah, the definitely. Whole, uh, <laughs> You know, my company is called Gilla Boys Entertainment. And, you know, okay. Gilla is an acronym. It stands for Gifted, Unique Individuals Living Life. Oh, that's what's up. Okay, so, you know, okay. That, so that's one of them. And, you know, DOPE is an acronym. Right, you know, right. Dreams, Opportunities, Purpose, and Education. Right, okay. yeah, because Mr. Fab, I don't know if you're up on the rapper Mr. Fab from my from Oakland. He has the whole store, his whole DOPE era movement. Yeah, he has an acronym for that, and he break it down and, all of that. So yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely feeling the whole acronym thing. And that's just like, man, I could tell you a quick little story, man. All I wear is Adidas, right? Like right. people be laughing at me because all I fucking wear is Adidas, real talk. <laughs> and for me, it means all day I dream about stories. So I got a partner. His uncle works for the Adidas company, you know, out here in the Bay, yada, yada. I shot him a little story or whatnot, told him about the acronym. This is a true story, bro. Like, oh shit, man, I'm telling you real shit, man. So he was like, yo, you know, come up with a proposal, you know, come up with that, man. I'm feeling that. I was trying to get authors to be like the first, you know, to get like the first deals with like a sports Show company. Deal. Yeah. So That'd be dope. I got at I got at some of the big dogs. I got at like the big dogs in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Right. Male and female. Right. They was all on board. Everybody was juiced, but then everybody started talking about, well, what am I gonna get? What is this? What is this? What is this? Well, I got this. And nobody looked at the bigger picture, which was I was trying to do it for the industry, bro. Like, even if one author got on, two authors got on, that's a win for us all. Yeah. But nobody looked at it like that. You feel me? Aaron Bebo told me some real shit. And he been on my line. And I know he probably like, nigga, you need to hurry up. But he been telling me to come up with this proposal and just go at him. I've been hesitant to come up with this proposal for the Adidas thing because this is the biggest proposal that I've written first. And I don't want to mess it up. And, you know, none of that. So I've been a little hesitant. I'm not going to front. But I have their attention strictly off of the acronym. Bruh, they fell in love with that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I've really been pushing that. So I'm actually trying to work out the proposal now to go back at them and be like, hey, boom, this is what it is. So if it works, it works. And if not, at least I knew that, I, you know, hey, I went for it. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at with the whole Adidas thing, man. But yeah. I definitely got that big time authors, man, to try to bring them on board and let them see the, the bigger vision for all of us. But, you know, unfortunately, man, you know, greed, selfishness, you know, it's a bitter motherfucking thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Everybody it's a real bitter like, What's thing. What's in it for me? <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. People don't realize, man, teams win championships. You feel me? Rarely does an individual win a championship unless it's like some boxing or some individual type shit. But in any kind of sport or any kind of, you know, competition, it's usually a team that's fucking winning and bringing it home. The industry don't look at that shit that way. You know, they don't, you know, straight up, you know, so, yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at, man. Honestly, (laughs) man, I think it's just the... I mean, it's the idea of being independent anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you feel like you you out here by yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Most people feel like ain't nobody watching their back. You know what I'm saying? But I feel you. I mean, teams win championships, but we have to sell that. <laughs> right. But see, that's just it. Everybody's so jaded, man. You know what I'm saying? By where the world is. And everybody thinks that, oh, man, he out to get me. She out to get me. Man, right. we didn't kind of lost. You know what I'm saying? Man, we didn't kind of lost that. You know what I'm saying? We, you know what I'm saying? The originators of all this shit, man, our thoughts nowadays become millions. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is, you know what I'm saying? Why are y'all tripping? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, nowadays we, we can take our thoughts, our ideas and turn that into big time money. And we want to complain over a couple of dollars. I'm like, come on, man. That's, you know, that's a dumb way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that we ain't never been a dumb, you know what I'm saying, group of people. Right. So I'm like, what's really going on? You know what I mean? It's just the whole way that the world is right now. Everybody's on that shit because I just told my partner just the other day, man, the devil been winning for the last couple of years, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's just call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? He's been laughing. This, I mean, he just laughing, laughing at us. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and right now we can spank because nobody's realizing that God is real. And his power is very real, but we rather give the dumb shit and illuminate that. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to believe that if we come together that, you know what I'm saying, it's, you know, strengthen numbers. We don't want to believe that. We want to keep buying into this bullshit. And that's why we're not getting nowhere. And that's why we, you know, we're we scared to move together. Right. But me, I believe in us, man. Like, man, people don't know. People see me and think I'm this young buck, this and the other. And I'm 52 years old, bro. I done been in this game for a minute. I done seen a lot, done a lot. My family's well known in the Bay Area. I mean, all of the shit, man, like I could say, I could have chosen to do a whole lot of different things, man, but I've always wanted to make some noise, but not no ignorant ass way. Right. You know what I mean? Always. My mom's was a motherfucking boss. You know what I'm saying? My mom, she commanded respect. You know what I'm saying? With, I mean, she was petite, five two, but the way she would talk to you, man, yeah, she'd break you down in a heartbeat just with the vocals, you know, just with the respect that she earned from people because, you know, they knew that what she was saying was on some real shit. We've lost that. Like, we don't believe in our leaders no more. We don't believe in our elders no more. Everybody's out here like, fuck everything, especially in the Bay. It's bad right now. But I still love us to death, and I just wish that we could see the bigger picture. Okay, I can dig that. Hey, you, know. you know, for real, man. Reading is dope. You can get your Dilla Gear apparel at Chantonique Music and Sportswear, Detroit, on Harper. The air address is 8933 Harper, and the telephone number is 313-923-304. Shout out, Yo, we got the style that makes some wild when you come through. Gilla Gear, we in here, we the ones who. So get the unique when we speak upon these ones and twos. Heat in the streets with these beats and we got clothes too. It's a style that makes them wild when you come through. Gilla Gear, we in here, we the ones who. So get the unique when we speak upon these ones and twos. Heat in the streets with these beats and we got clothes too. This is Gilla Boys Radio. And, and to go back to the whole Adidas thing, I think it'd be a good idea if you sell it to them 
with the events on them supporting literacy, them showing right. that, that, that they're supporting that they're big advocates of literacy because that, definitely that was the go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. I feel where you go with it. I was going to say that's the whole premise of why I want to do it. I definitely wanted to get something way more powerful out of it. The money thing and, and the, you know, the whole life shining on it. That's fine. But yes, I definitely wanted them to really get behind the whole literacy thing and the whole literary movement and, you know, reading is important and all of that, man, because, yeah, people hate to read nowadays. I love to read, <laughs> you know. You and and, and that's, that's the idea behind this podcast is is to try to make reading a cool thing, <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. And right. The same way that you go to a movie and watch a drama movie or a romance movie or action movie, you can sit down, turn off, you know, put on some music or however you do it, grab that book and you're going to get the bigger bang. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be way more. You know I mean, you're going to feel it even bigger than that movie and shit because it's going to be way realer. You know what I mean? You're going to feel that. But people don't want to just pick up that book and get caught up, man. I get lost in these pages, man. Exactly. Because, you know, reading sparks the imagination. Which, you know, exactly. which sends your brain into right. different waveforms and shit like that. But yeah, exactly. Was, but with the Adidas, because it's going to be all about their brand image. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. So when you write your proposal, sell it as as something that's going to make their brand look better. Exactly. Because that's what it's going to do. Oh, damn, Adidas is big on reading. Then the Nike's <laughs> gonna come. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nike right. Like, oh, okay. Exactly. Adidas, they oh, they wanna uh, jump on this literacy train. What we gonna do? <laughs> exactly. No, that's real talk though, because that's usually how it works. Uh-huh. You know, that's definitely because they, you know, they like though um one and the two. So they definitely wanna outdo each other. So yeah, you know, yeah. But for them, it would definitely be a win-win too, because the acronym is just so perfect for them. All day I dream about stories. Man, know. they can run with that. Man, I've even visualized the commercials, bro. Like, it's so crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, it can, man, they can really make this big, but they have to be willing, like you said, to be behind, to stand behind it and to push that strong, letting people know that, like you said, reading is cool and reading is something that people should be wanting to get into. Right. I can see that. Yeah. And yeah. You know, wasn't yeah. It, a, it was an acronym all day I dream about sex back in the day, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah. Right, so, so what is the question that you're surprised no one has ever asked you, but you wish someone would ask you? Cool. That's that's a dope question. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say that's my first time hearing that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Man, let me see. Um, man. I would I would just honestly wish that, you know, every now and then, even my team, you know what I'm saying? Even people that I'm super duper close with, man, just every now and then, you know, would just, you know, just uh I guess, you know, just 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 tap in with me. You know what I'm saying? Uh just, you know, just make sure that I'm still on a solid ground. You know what I'm saying? That this book shit ain't getting to my head, you know, none of that shit. You know, keep me solid. You know what I mean? So I really wish that I can get more of that, because unfortunately I get a lot of you know, fake shit, you know, especially with the family, you know, oh, my cousin, it's my cousin. That, oh, but you the same cousin that don't support. You won't buy a $2, <laughs> you won't buy, you won't buy a two ninety nine ebook. You won't buy a $10 paperback, but I'm your cousin and it, nah, see, that's the shit I don't like. Right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, so I'm like, I wish more people would just keep it a buck, man, and just check on me. Hey, Mel, you know what I'm saying? Man, how you doing? Man, how, man, how your mentals is? You know, how you feeling? Right. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I wish I would get more of that because I'm the oldest, you know what I'm saying? I have six siblings, you know, and, and I'm the oldest. And, you know what I'm saying, um, my mom's passed in 2011. And since she passed, you know what I'm saying, um, appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying? We definitely have been through all little ups and downs and things of that nature. But, you know what I'm saying, no matter what, you know, it's family over everything. But, you know, it definitely teaches you, you know, and it humbles you. You know what I'm saying? That, um, man, loss is real and family is real. And, you know, people going to have their ups, their downs and all of that. But, man, it's all about how, what, uh, what's the saying? You know, it's not about how you fall, but about how you get up. That type of situation. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm looking for as far as the whole overall thing, man. I know that we're going to keep falling as a people. We're going to keep falling with everything that we're doing, but I'm always paying attention to the get up. Oh, okay. You know, that's what, that's what I want. That's what I really like to pay attention to, man, to the get up, man. You know, like I said, this, this venue right here, this is dope. You know, I love stuff like this, man, because you do give us a voice. You do, you know what I'm saying? Give us an out and to see that a brother, you know what I'm saying? is interested in reading. I and mean, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Cause they say that we don't like to read. I disagree. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, <laughs> Right, you know. So yeah, man, this is dope. Man, I appreciate that. So you know, tell the people where they can find some of your books. Okay, okay. Well, right now, man, Amazon, of course, uh, Barnes and Nobles, Bay Area, Marcus Books, which is in Oakland. Um, but right now, the first five books, the the uh, Law to the Hustle one and two and the Devil's Call and Car one, two and three have been pulled from Amazon because I have revamped them, new covers. Everything is getting, you know, uh, new stories, you know, so with new parts added. And I'm going to put new endings on both because I feel like those two stories never really got their just due. Like I said, they were dropped in 2015, you know, and due to the whole, you know, um, situation with the former publisher or whatnot, I, I just feel that neither story was really just given this just due. So. I already have the new covers for them. I'm, you know, working on the revamps now, but those books are down. So the only book that is up is Salt. And it is, you know, like I said, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon. And if you're in the Bay Area, Marcus Books. And yeah, right now that is it. Okay. So that's available in ebook as well as paperback. Yeah, ebook. Right? Yes, it is. And everybody that knows me know when when you see me in the Bay Area, man, hunk your horn. You know I stay with the books. They be laughing at me, but I stay with the books. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, that's how. Right. I, that's how I am with my clothes. I, I I keep them in the trunk. Exactly. You supposed to. Hey, you supposed to. I stop at the gas station to get gas. Best believe. Hey, excuse me. Let me holler at you for a second. Right. <laughs> yep. Everywhere you go, that's a potential sale. That's a potential new network. And all of that. That's hey, exactly right. Man, yep. I, I love your thought process because I've always thought that way. People looking at me like, yeah. like, like, damn, you sell everywhere you go. I'm like, because you never know who going to be your next customer or your next client. Exactly. That's real talk. That's real talk, man. I'm the same way. I've sold so many books, man. Just, just walking up to people, introducing myself and talking about the books and then boom, be, you know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, they buying a book while they showing interest and, you know, going right. to get the ebook. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's all it is. You can't be scared. It's something that you believe in. You know what I'm saying? You can't be nervous about it. You got to put it out there because you're going to get some no's, but you're going to get them yeses too. There you go. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. But I right. love you. I've been realized it. <laughs> 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 Definitely. I appreciate that, man. And I love this form that you got, man. Like I say, keep this going, man. This is, you know, saying this is a powerful thing right here for authors and just for the whole literacy movement, you know, literary industry, all of that, man. This is good. No doubt. No doubt. So do you got like a website or anything or where can the people find you if they want to find you? 
Yep. It is uh, www.silentnoiseinc.com. You can always tap in there. Um, you know, leave me some feedback. You know what I'm saying? You can also purchase books on there as well. Um, and I'm, I'm real open, you know, and, and I do read things, you know, since so if you tap in, I'm definitely going, you know, respond to it, you know, um, but there, you know, that's one spot that you can give me. Then on the social medias, man, my handle on Facebook is Jamel Brown and in parentheses lyrics and, uh, on Twitter, it's, uh, lyrics Brown and on Instagram, it is under my company, which is silent noise, Inc. 87. Okay. No yep. doubt. And that's where you can get at me. And again, I'm not one of them people that if you get at me, I'm going to leave you hanging for weeks. Nah, if I see that you reached out to me and definitely you saying something that's, you know, getting my attention or, you know, saying you saying something that's relevant, I'm definitely getting back at you. But if you're a woman, no disrespect, you, and you're talking that old yin yang, yeah, I ain't paying no attention. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't paying no attention at all, man. I got my blessing at home already. <laughs> Exactly. Move and they around. don't even understand that. Right. They, they be, <laughs> look, they be, they be like lightweight making threats like, oh, well, I'm not going to support you. Hey, do your thing. No problem. <laughs> exactly. Cause, cause yep. that means mean, your support was based on some bullshit. Right. Exactly. And, and, and man, you'd be surprised, bro, but that's a whole nother show. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, man, we, we, can, we can talk about that all day. <laughs> already know how that goes, man. Right, right. Hey, well, well, check this out, man. Won't you do me a favor? I want you to say, this is Jamel Brown, and you tuned in to Giller Boys Radio. Yes, indeed. What's going on, man? This is Jamel Brown, aka Lyrics Brown, and you are tuned in with the Giller Boys. Yes, indeed. All right, man. Well, shit. Like I said, man, I appreciate you, man. It's been a good conversation. You know. Yes, man? it has. Man, I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. All right, man. Well, stay up. Hey, man. You too, man. Hey, Kim, man. I appreciate you, man. And I'm definitely gonna be tapping in. One hundred. All right, for Re- sure. Reading is dope. The Reading is Dope podcast has been brought to you by Dope Digital Media in conjunction with Gilla Boys Radio. We want to thank everyone who's been supporting the movement thus far. But if you have not supported yet, go to GillaBoys.com. That's G-U-I-L-L-A-B-O-Y-Z.com and click on donate to pledge your support. Thank you in advance.